Do you like Horace Heresy? Yes! Well then stay tuned for this next episode as we go through some introductions. We have some hoggery progress. We do surviving COVID and what things we're looking forward to the most. And we talk about the Son of Horus Praetor League pictures. Welcome to Trident Wargaming, a podcast dedicated to all aspects of tabletop wargaming. Your hosts are Bill and Andy. Hey everybody, welcome back to Trident Wargaming. This is episode 27 and we're joined with some special guests today. Uh, We're with the Remembrancers Retreat and we're doing some box chatter with them. Uh, I'm your host Bill and I am joined with my co-host Andy. Hey guys. And I've also got Jesse. Hey, how's it going? Caro. Hey, how's it going? And Steven. Hello. So, uh, first off, thank you so much for jumping on the channel. We definitely appreciate, you know, getting to uh, bump shoulders with another Heresy podcast and, you know, just get to talk shop a little bit. Yeah, thanks for having well, us on. Yeah, we're, we're always happy anytime we get to talk to someone that isn't each other. Because <laughs> <laughs> we do that every week. It's true. So with, I guess, kicking it off... Have you guys been doing any hobbying lately? Has there been any current hobby progress? Kind of oh getting my. through. Yeah, who wants to start? Steven, you start. Oh, oh no. Uh, well, it's uh-huh. a good thing this is a heresy podcast because uh, I've committed heresy. And uh, I haven't Uh-oh. done a whole lot of uh, Horus heresy hobbying. I've actually been doing uh, fantasy in Age of Sigmar. Um, I have a whole Skaven army that I'm getting ready to... Uh, to get painted up for I have over 500 infantry models in it so it can actually be for Warhammer Armies projects or Age of Sigmar awesome um, and I was lucky enough to recently score a cursed city box uh, so I've been I told myself well I told my girlfriend that I wouldn't buy any brand new models until I had both <laughs> until I had a cursed city and my copy of Blackstone Fortress, both built and painted. Um, but before I made that promise, I also promised a friend of mine that I would split the new Kill Team box with him. So I split the difference, and I'm just trying to get Cursed City done <laughs> before hubris. You're yeah, hubris. 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 I can't believe it. Um, but beyond that, I'm pretty much always painting Titanicus in some way, shape, or form. Um, like I was telling... Uh, Monty here, before we got started, it's my favorite Games Workshop game. I have three legions, and I'm always ready to paint and play Titanicus. But that's mostly been what I'm up to. Andy, not Monty. Very nice. No, Andy. Oh, God! Oh, no. You can call me Monty. It's not a problem. (laughs) Uh, They'll edit that out in post, presumably. (laughs) Sure. We're going to let it roll raw. It's all good. (laughs) Awesome. Um, yeah, uh, for myself, I got the finally got my Malagurst model on Friday. Sadly, it was not a special model, but um, regardless, I built and painted it up using contrast paints. Uh, very, yeah, in less than twenty four hours, and I was very happy with it. Um, Can't go wrong with that. Yeah, I post. Yeah, put the pictures in that Discord right there. Oh, very we'll take nice. a look at it. Yeah. No, I, look I sure. did. Ooh, nice. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but um 
Yeah, I, I picked up the model just because it's a gorgeous model. I typically play Dark Angels, but even now and then when... No, 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 you got to tell the whole story. There's a single it. detachment of Sons of Horus. So. Oh, that's true. Yeah, I do have an old project of tactical Sons of Horus lying around in a box somewhere around here. And I was like, well, I could probably use them eventually. So... <laughs> Man, that's a crisp-looking paint job you've done on it, too. I was yeah, very, very satisfied with it. And all contrast paints, too. So, Very nice. Pretty good. Yeah. Thanks. And uh, similarly to Steven, uh, Jesse brought the Cursed City box back. That's true. <laughs> so I decided in my uh, caffeine-fueled rage during night shift, I'm just going to build it, and I built a whole box in two days. And since <laughs> oh, then, killer. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Yeah. Paint it. Now you, now you gotta paint it. I mean, eventually, but I, I don't have Niger for a while, so so I don't know. We'll see. We'll get there. We'll get there eventually. Yeah. Night Shift yeah, is great for getting progress done on any hobby tasks. Yes and no. I had two weeks, and the first week I didn't do anything. Because <laughs> so, I just tried to survive it. Sims 4. Well, yes, I did that. Nobody. <laughs> no, only four Sims died. <laughs> It's fine. Old Let's not talk about that. Oh no! Of old age, <laughs> to say that. Oh Sometimes. well, it's what every sim dreams of. <laughs> but yeah, Steve and I, we we got pretty lucky. We were hanging out with some friends on a little mini road trip, day trip, and uh, came across this uh, small town which had a little gaming store. Like, yeah, what the heck? And lo and behold, they had three copies of Cursed City on the shelf. Like, you've got to be kidding me! That's awesome. And about all three. Yeah. <laughs> we- no, it Steve was even myself well, and another friend bought three. All of yeah, them. so we we completely wiped out the local cursed city economy. Hey, that's all it right. Was, it was a hot box. Yeah, it, we were shocked to see them just lying there. It's like it's like seeing a unicorn out in the out in the woods. Like we can't two more unicorns behind it. Right. <laughs> yeah, we thought. Well, what else are we gonna do? We're just gonna let these. Let these sit here, unbuilt, unplayed. No one in Lexington, Virginia is playing Cursed City. <laughs> Obviously not. They've been there for months, so I felt it was a pretty fair game. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Zero regrets. Zero compassion. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just a screaming uh, wallet. That's about it. But yeah. it's your wallet, so it's fine. <laughs> but. No. but yeah, that's what we've been up to. Very nice. I know for myself... I've uh, been dabbling a little bit into Battletech, uh, getting mm. some of my clan mechs all painted up, and I've got Love plans to... Robots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I've got plans to jump back to my word bears and uh, get them word. continued, finished up for some games later this uh, fall, and then planning on going to LVO next year, so definitely want to get them ready for that. Yeah exciting yeah we've got a small uh, contingent of battle uh battle tech players down here too and it's starting to slowly grow is it the uh, alpha strike rules you're playing uh mostly classic although there's mm. talk about dabbling checking out alpha strike as well yeah yeah well i would definitely love to play with our um, mech warrior players except they're all madmen who don't start playing until eight o'clock at night on a weekday <laughs> on a weekday oh boy <laughs> yeah, they're all they're all like art artist types, and they own their own businesses and stuff. So you know they don't have to they don't have to be up to like noon. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, they, no, uh, I, I know I just had a, a a match with BattleTech yesterday with one of the locals. So 
Uh, it was pretty fun. Uh, it's, it's been many years since I've played, so... Um, that's right, it's a, it's a fairly old game set, isn't it? It is, in the, in the 80s at some point. Wow. 88 or something like that, then it was, it was out. But uh, Running your own models or scrounging around for some eBay finds? Oh no, I got a lot of the new models. Um, oh, that's right, it came out with some. Yeah, yeah, I uh, myself, I ended up going pretty big into the Kickstarter that they had going out, gotcha. just waiting oh, for that, nice. just waiting for that crate to come down the pipe. And <laughs> Bill will get his Jade Falcon dice and stuff, so nice. It'll be exciting for that, but um, just like, yeah, actually, some three D printing, some terrain and stuff, some white scars as I mentioned, uh, you know, uh, earlier there. Mm-hmm. Uh, just working on some infantry. I just slammed together a, a librarian today for, or a, a seer for the white scars today. So, very cool. Um, nice. Yeah, just kind of doing that. And I need to play with more psychers and librarians. No, you it's don't. The, oh, it's yeah. the way to do it. It's the way to do it. <laughs> Straight force multipliers. I mean, you had a navigator who did a lot in the games before. It's true. You can take him out for more. The good old little stare. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I still killed this model, but it was fun. I think. Yep. Yeah, you have. It's 50 <laughs> points of just disrespect. <laughs> it's just, yeah, yeah it's all cool fun in games set. until your uh, big in- elite Terminator blob gets just their soul sucked out <laughs> by some uppity <laughs> mutant with a bandana. Out of bandana, but yeah, God. Also, nice. So it's good to see everybody's kind of yeah. yeah doing stuff, keeping doing yeah. some, getting progress in. I guess that's the big that's the big that's thing, right? Like ever since we got the COVID warp storm that happened and kind of took over everything, it's been trying to just yeah, still engage online and get some hobby stuff in when you can. Definitely some. Healthy hobby progress. Oh yeah. Yep. Speaking of surviving the warp storm, what's what's the one thing you guys are looking forward to the most now that things are slowly starting to transition back to normal? Uh well for me it it actually already happened. Um the store that we go and play at uh, Battlegrounds out here in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, is right next to a bar uh, called Billiards, or Diamonds. It's called Diamonds. Diamonds, Diamonds Billiards. billiards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and our group's tradition had been before every event, which we usually did probably once every couple of uh, weeks, weeks, we had a, some sort of heresy event. We'd go over there to the bar at around 11, because the store opened at noon, and we'd get some burgers, some beers, and we'd just you know hang out over there at first. And it was a good way to to get settled into the mood and everything. And uh, that's what I missed the most, not only just playing with my friends, but going over to that bar. And uh, we had our first post-vaccination event. We had a Titanicus event uh, last Sunday. And uh, I texted a few of the guys that were going. I was like, hey, I'm going to billiards at 11. And lo and behold. Yeah, we filled up the bar. Here here came my friends. Yeah. And... uh, it was just like old times. It really was. It was great. It was. Cue, that's what I cue music. The most. <laughs> cue music yeah. and the crowd comes in, right? 
Mm-hmm. It was it was Very the uh, the Chariots of Fire soundtrack was playing <laughs> as as Jesse came through the door. <laughs> but yeah, that um, was a good time. Everyone just lined up at the bar. Yep, cider, cider, cider. Will gets his double shot of whiskey and a beer. Everybody else gets cider. <laughs> <laughs> yep, the bartender just looks at us and just kind of shakes her head. Uh huh. Just the, we're all decked out in our periods. Horace Heresy uh, t-shirts and. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, Just we've talking about there dice too. the entire time. That's that's kind of like our community and groups as well. We'll uh, <laughs> usually after after the day of gaming, we'll all go hang out at the bar too and just uh, just talk talk gaming. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty fun. It's... And a lot of times we've had like our shirts and jerseys and stuff, and it's pretty good. Also. Uh, Supports the local communities too. Like when Bill when Bill hosts some events, we tend to go into a smaller uh, community hall and then support the local food shops and bars in the local area. Yeah, mm-hmm. so yeah. pretty good, fun times. Yeah, definitely. It's it's always nice to to be able to you know have that social interaction, especially yeah with your friends and gaming uh, gaming friends. It's always good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd have to reflect the, uh, you know, Stephen's uh, post-COVID uh, goals because, like I, said, I was there too, and that's honestly the biggest thing we're looking forward to—just hanging out with friends again. Yeah. So, slowly getting there, and hopefully more often in the future. No, I'm uh, I'm getting hyped here now too because I also, um, not only heresy but. Uh, I do a lot of bolt action as well. Mm-hmm. And um, next week, I'm actually, or this week, actually, I'm doing uh, uh, just a training day or come down and, you know, pick up games at the local store that I usually run it at. So be fun to see who comes out. Um, oh, it's going to be fun. Yeah, looking, looking forward to that for sure. It's been a long time since I've gotten that crew out, so... But other than that, yeah, it's gaming with the buddies too, having fun times, remembering things, you know, getting back to the swing of things, you know, going to have those uh, rule questions coming up and stuff. And mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, what does hatred do again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Learning a whole new game. <laughs> What's a Space Marine's armor save? <laughs> yeah. 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 How do I like sweep? That? How do I sweep? I forgot how to sweep. Yeah. Don't worry, everyone's going to have to look up the ramming rules again. <laughs> oh yeah, there's there's definitely been some rust broken off on some recent games. Mm-hmm. You know, you got, hey guys, hey guys, I got a question. How does this work again? And everyone's like looking at you like, uh, I think uh, I remember. That's a, good, that's a good question. Yeah. What you see so, is, um, well, I'm, I'm actually, there's I don't inevitably some edition bleed in there where someone's where someone says something and another guy's like, no, that was last edition. That <laughs> was a seventh edition thing. That happens lots. Yeah. I can't remember what it was, but I felt like I was uh, bleeding from sixth edition at some point too for something. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, you oh, and wow. you and me are lucky. We haven't yeah. been playing. We've we've only been playing since sixth edition. But yeah. we got guys like Jason who've been playing since Rogue Trader. Yeah. Surprised he's not calculating turn radius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's. I think for me and Bill was second edition. Bill, 
Yeah, second edition was when I started. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. D twelve plus six damage on your land reader. <laughs> so you remember when Terminators were rolling a two d six for yeah. saves? Yeah, three you plus bet. on two d six, just yep. not unstoppable. And, <laughs> and then the old classic vortex grenade. That was always fun. It was like if you had that in your army, your that that guy character was like instantly targeted by the whole other army. <laughs> So it was it was good. It literally would. It's like um, pretty much almost like a destroyer weapon. It just wipes you off the board. Oh wow! wow. Well, you'll be you'll be happy to know uh, that vortex weapons are back in Titanicus. Oh my! Ooh. Yeah, if you but only <laughs> only for loyalists. Yeah, hear both of them at the same time. Oh. You uh, hear that, Bill? Only for loyalists. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> yeah. For now. For now. Yep. I'll yep. become a loyalist uh, and fall. It's fine. Mm-hmm. You can uh, you can replace a warp missile with a vortex missile for thirty points. Uh, you put down the template, and if you've ever played the old, um, the original Adeptus Titanicus or Titan Legion rules, it's it's a pretty faithful port of that. You know, big black hole on the field, and it moves around, yep. and anything that hits it, it's just taking strength ten hits that ignore shields. Oh, awesome! Yeah, that's yep. very similar to the old vortex for forty k. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, if you thought wiping out a squad of space marines with a grenade was cool, wait till you do it to one whole titan. Nice. Nice to check that out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's... Yeah, you know. I know Titanicus is on the docket as well. We've we've had some uh, previous time when we were slamming our Titanus together and getting it all painted up, and it was a lot of fun. I'm, I'm waiting for a Trader Legio book. You know, I'm trying to stay loyal to my Legio Kratos and Oh sure. My Iron Warrior roots, so Yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if it was out by the end of the year. Oh, I yeah, hope so. it, it it hope especially for a Kratos player, because poo boy. The color scheme's Kratos. cool. Yeah, yeah. As a Dark I, well, Angels player, I, first, I feel you. I feel you. When I first Waiting started Legion rules. When oh, I first God. started playing, I was like, Kratos seems really cool. And then I read the rules and I was like, hmm, Kratos doesn't seem that cool anymore. <laughs> no. I so. I I didn't know like I still haven't played a game. I just I picked a Legio that I I like the color of. I'm like, oh, they're back in Iron Warriors. This is even better. Jumped in, started painting, and then like I started you know reading online Goonhammer articles here and there, and I'm like, oh, these rules aren't good at all. I was like, damn. Well, whatever. Yeah, they Kratos definitely. Um, not that you know we all not that we're real big play to win people, but. Kratos did not get very well thought out rules. No. Is it like the uh, the, the white scars? No, Kratos just um, they. I don't. I don't entirely know. In in a shooting meta, Kratos is still f- lagging behind. Oh. Uh, their their one trait is that they can replace uh, the Reaver in one of the in the Myrmidon maniple with a Warlord. Well, except hmm. that. There are two other legions that can replace any reaver with with a warlord. Yeah. So it kind of it kind of makes them a little obsolete. Their quake missiles aren't that good um, against titans. They're decent against terrain, but it requires a lot of interaction with rules that currently don't exist. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they were written before the meta really took shape, so they're just kind of behind the curve. 
the meta already doesn't super favor traitor legions, and poor Krydos just just got left in the dust. But if the other lo if the loyalist legions that needed a little bit of love got is any indication of what it's going to be like, uh, then Krydos will probably get I expect a pretty heavy overhaul when the traitor book comes out. Decent little yeah. boost, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, hopefully. Yeah, the con it, it their is... concept is still is still really strong. It just doesn't execute very well. It is nice that they are updating stuff like that. So. Yeah, there's something yeah. I'm missing in some of the black books where the early legions just didn't get anything else. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh... Yeah, I mean, some of the first gen and second gen legions are still kind of like, hey, can we get updates now? Yeah. <laughs> Emperor's Pretty Children much. and Death Guard are like, boy, it sure would be nice if we got anything. I, even Imperial Fists? Well, they got the Bolter Drill. They're they're still pretty solid. Yeah, Imperial Fists get a whole bunch of... Get their... Terminators. Uh, yeah. I never Bolter That's Drill and Free Tank Hunter. The Storm Shields on their Terminators. Yeah. yeah. You know, sure, they only have one wound, but they have a three-up invuln. Oh, well, that's true. It's been a while. Well, hopefully we'll be seeing some new updates and stuff soon. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm hoping yeah. for. As the rumor mill circles around in the warp and spits out little tidbits here and there for us, hopefully. Yep. Yeah, one of the but, latest rumors I was hearing was uh, November for HH 2.0. So. Oh. Yep, I saw that, that rumor as well. I'd be mad about it. You know? Nah, definitely not. Right after October. Uh, well, <laughs> boy, let's not talk about orcs. You can go on and on about that. Lucky bastards. Yeah, they're getting some a lot of love. Much needed. They're, love. they're long overdue for it too. Yeah. 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 A buddy of mine plays both Krieg and orcs, so when that <laughs> kill team box dropped, he just about lost his mind. <laughs> Like, How am I supposed to world. they expect me to spend $200? I was like, yeah, it's going to be a hard time for you, buddy. <laughs> Especially since he just recently bought a whole bunch of boys, too. Yeah, he just got New a whole inbox. bunch of boys. Oh. <laughs> yep, and then within a month, I, I think it was he bought all the boys, and then a few days later, the Gaunt's Ghost Box dropped for retail, and somebody spied the new boy on the back of it, and Games Workshop yeah. confirmed oh, he, yeah. was, he was a little salty. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's the way, though. I mean, it, That's uh, the way it goes, yep. The lesson here yeah. is never buy new models, ever. No. <laughs> it's, uh, we, we've mentioned it before on a previous podcast, but uh, it's like the Death Course of Krieg as well. Um, I had just recently bought uh, some 3D printed uh, Death Corps yeah, from mm -hmm. from a guy in Russia and uh, beautiful models. They're they're scaled up a little bit, so they're a little bit bigger, mm -hmm. um, but they have their own unique look. Uh, you know, a lot of metal plating on their boots and stuff and whatnot. Yeah, um, and like a minute, maybe a week after I ordered it, then the box hit, and Bill sent me a text message laughing at me because it's an ongoing joke. Anytime I decide to, to actually decide to jump back into guard they're going to come out with the plastic kit 
and yep. sure enough, it happened. So there it is. <laughs> Thank you for your sacrifice. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why didn't you do it earlier? Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah if you had done it earlier, we would have gotten previews earlier. Clearly. <laughs> I've only been telling him that for like probably the last 10 years. Yeah. Well, you know yes, what? The guy does sell Valhallen guys too, so maybe. Yeah. Well, hey, you ah. know what you got to do? You got to you got to fall on that sword. <laughs> yeah. Fortunately, there's quite a few swords, but uh, <laughs> we might be getting new armies all around. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> new army for you. New army for you. Yeah. I'm going back to that. Not any uh, any new Chaos Space Marines recently? Because. The new box had just come out when I was starting uh, World Eaters. So I was like, oh, I'll just wait a little while. <laughs> I was just going to say, we need new Corn Berserkers. Yeah, desperate need we new need Corn Berserkers. Yes. I'd, just, I'd be happy with an updated Codex right now. That's fair, too. Man, I'd be happy with anything It'll at this point. Just in time for 10th edition. Yay! Oh, yeah. oh God. <laughs> like I said, I'm a Dark Angels player, so I, you can't hurt me anymore with stuff. Like no, you just yeah. It, you got the you got a you got the true Chaos Space Marine experience. Here's your rules. We're discontinuing the edition. Bye. <laughs> yeah, back to that um, that rumor you were talking about. I think I saw the same. It was a Facebook post. I want to say it was like from a French or a Spanish uh, modeling company. Yeah, or something of that nature. probably Spain. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have it in front of me. Yeah, they were mentioning, yeah, new edition, breaking down the black books into smaller, like, Warzone books, similar to what they do in 40K. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or, like, I'm Titanic. I'm honestly, because um, I, every time, I've said this before, but every time that Games Workshop proper releases a new Warzone book, we can do box set with it. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a new Titanic box set, maybe an epic box set? Fingers crossed. Oh, yeah. Yep. Like six mil skill. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Imagine the glory. Imagine the glory. Hmm. But yeah, like I think we mentioned this in our podcast before. Like I would be perfectly happy if we stop putting out the black books as beautiful as they are, but having smaller supplements more often, similar to Titanicus, where they churn one out. But it feels like maybe once every quarter, or you know, once every three, or once every other quarter. Yeah. Oh. Something new to talk about, something to just kind of throw into the meta mill and see how it plays. And hundred percent, I, I know we've even mentioned, you know, it'd be, I'd be willing to, uh, you know, pick up a book very similar to like the chapter approved books, but make it like mm -hmm. Legion approved, where you know they're tweaking points to actually encourage people to, you know, get the these different units on the board and mm -hmm. have these updates happen a little more frequently, just because it's. Right now, it feels a little bit stale. I know we've been dabbling with Mornavel uh, rules for a little while, and they 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 are nice. There's some refreshing uh, changes that are in mm -hmm. those books, but yeah, it would be nice to have um, more frequent, more often rules released and little tidbits. Yeah. We hadn't really messed too much with the Mornavel system, just because I don't know if for me personally, I kind of wait till a game system's kind of really dead before I feel like good about just getting my hands dirty on it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, um, yeah I, I've seen some of their stuff and a lot of it looks, you know, fairly decent. A lot of it's kind of clarifying some things that questions people have with the original game. So yeah. nothing wrong with that. Just setting up a base of uh, house rules and things, but 
yeah, I'd be looking forward to something a little more fresh, a little more constant. It'd be nice, kind of like the Titanic is where they'll just break up the legions into a loyalist and a traitor book. That'd be killer. Or knows after, yeah, after, you know, with so That'd much, nice. so many rules yeah. and stuff, it would almost just make perfect sense. A loyalist, you know a traitor, and then a generic unit army list and a rule book, and you'd be good to go. Sprinkle in your Mechanicus. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of ways they can go with this. No doubt. Yeah. Flavor to taste. Yep. Your back, your backpack would shrink a bit. Oh yeah. yeah. It'd be nice <laughs> not to carry not eight a... books for a zone exactly. game. Yeah. I need to bring three of the black books and three of the red books. Uh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> and some yeah, I'm very lucky in the fact that I do actually have all the black books in hardcover, but I just have also a PDF of the stuff that I need to to just bring with me because there's no way I'm just toting around this couple hundred dollars of yeah black book just getting worn out on the table. Yeah, I I've done it. I've I've taken them to Vegas and it's it's brutal. It's basically, my <laughs> well, that my carry on bag is just stuffed with black books, and I'm like, oh, just <laughs> man, I- and those yeah. things are heavy too. They are. <laughs> yep. I bought a single black book and I had to unpack my whole baggage because it suddenly was over. Just for the single book for Steven. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it's 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 interesting when you are at Vegas and you have all these books and it's the thing too is like like you said, the price of these black books too, if by chance somebody all of a sudden takes your book, now you're out too, right? But um, or just spilling something on it. Spilling yeah. that doesn't Dropping look like they're reprinting yeah. them anymore either. They're no, slowly yeah, letting them uh, go out of stock. Gone the way, they've gone the way of uh, Imperial armor. Yeah. Another yeah. key indicator, I think, that they're going to be rolling out something new here in the future. And and that's the thing, like, you know, coming out with something new and, and them changing hands for, for designing the game and, and whatnot and rules. It's definitely a big, huge opportunity for them. Mm-hmm. To, to really start to infuse into the heresy, right? Like, there's so much other stuff that they could probably bring into the heresy just to to upgrade it, to give it some more spice. You know, oh, yeah. bring if, a whole if, bunch of different characters that change the change the army. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, loadouts and rules and, and design, right? I, mean, so I would many... love for us to be as uh, hyped about standard 28 millimeter heresy as we are about Titanicus right now. If that was the case, oof. Be over the moon right now. Yeah. Now, oh, I mean, altering the activations, stratagems, CPs. I think those are fantastic things that would be great to port over from uh, mainline 40k. I mean, not yeah. alternating activations. Obviously, those are those are in the specialist games. But um, it would be great if the if half the game wasn't something that happens to you. <laughs> well, be it's going to be interesting when they. Uh, I don't know if that's even out yet, but Argyle Tal. Like mm-hmm. his rules for him, um, what they're gonna do? Because right there, there isn't anything right now, right? No. So, correct. Um, see what kind of changes they make with him. What kind of changes he may, does to the to the army, and that might be an indication of kind of the route they're gonna be going in a sense, right? Yeah, I'm really um, curious to see if they're just gonna wait for, you know, the new heresy to come out before releasing him, or they're gonna just drop a PDF for the current rules. Mm. It all depends on when they release him. I guess yeah. so. Yeah, that's true. I wouldn't mind getting him sooner than later. Paint him up. I got a guardian spear waiting for him too. 
There you go. <laughs> I'm surprised that he's not showcased with a uh, with a spear and a sword. No. Yeah. Um, but I, yeah. I wonder if it'll be kind of like Perturabo. You know, you can give him Forge Breaker to represent him at a different point in the war. Um, will you be able to give Argaltal rules to represent uh, a spear and a sword? That'd you think he would show that? A man can dream. That's right. Well, you know people are going to convert that. I know Bill is. So, oh, you know, yeah. You know. Yeah, I've had, <laughs> yeah. A, I've, had a, I've had a sword set aside for him since the custodian sprue came out. <laughs> yeah. nice. One of our buddies, Robbie, made a conversion with him, and it's on point. It's a really mm-hmm. good look. And as the guardian sword, or yeah, guardian sword and spear, yeah. excuse me, yeah. power sword, it looks really nice. It's and, a and, really good Argatol. Nice. Nice. We'll have to maybe try to get a picture of that. I'd have to hunt for that one. (laughs) (laughs) But it's um, the other thing I was going to say, though, is with, you know, these rumors of, um, and of course, we've seen the pictures of the blurry kit, plastic kit starter, starter Mm -hmm. set, or whatever they're coming out with there. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if, if GW is going the route of the plastics, with the majority of the kits that will give forge world a lot more uh time to like actually work on these other special characters and specialist units and stuff mm-hmm. um, yeah so. I, I think it was was it that uh I'm trying to think if there's any uh that rumor post or maybe i'm just remembering something from someone's comment but then potentially turning horse heresy into basically Age of Darkness and making it almost a third line in the um, mainstream. That kind of was what it was getting at. Um, Games Workshop will overtake Horus Heresy as a quote-unquote new system from yeah. Forge World with its own rule set, uh, not a 9th edition 40k adaption. Mm-hmm. Many new plastic sets are planned to replace Forge World resin models, which will be also be useful in 40k armies. Okay, it sounds like you have the, the decals. Yeah, yeah. You characters have, you have the picture. very specific Legion stuff will remain Forge World. So I imagine that the character <laughs> series that they have run up till now will continue, and that'll be where you get your, um, you know, your high quality, your yeah, chef kiss models, your Legion specific and yeah character mm-hmm. models. Yeah. It makes yeah, sense. I don't imagine Galvorbach, or, you know, Galvorbach, Palantine Blades, uh, Death Shroud. I don't imagine any of them are going. Uh, over to Games Workshop anytime soon. No, but everybody needs tacticals. Everybody needs uh, rhinos. Yeah, but everybody needs yeah. tacticals, and yeah, so it Karen, just don't make sense. Yeah. To, it from from a from Games Workshop's perspective, it doesn't make sense to charge us fifty bucks for five guys when now one in ten of us have a printer. It's true. Yeah, not to not to mention um, the accessibility to actually getting plastics like instantly. Where you where you are in your city, right? Mm-hmm. Um, compared to waiting for the resin or otherwise, um, and just it's about time, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like I've been I've been telling this to the boys. Like, you know, GW just needs the crossover. Ordwell needs the crossover and just start doing everything in plastic. You know, I understand so. the beauty of resin, but also. If you leave your army on a hot day in your car, you're gonna have a bad time. Yeah. Speaking of which, we, we Speaking saw of this in action. Oh, oh no! So our our uh, we just had um, four of us were just playing some heresy the other weekend, 
and our friend Alex had the uh, pool noodle effect happen to his uh, blood angel. What are they called, Bill? His uh, jumpers there with the spears. Oh, the uh, angels. I know what breakers or dawnbreaker. Dawnbreakers. Dawnbreakers. Yeah. yeah, that's them. That's them. So yeah, he pulled them out and he showed us, and like the spears are like pool noodles. They're just oh, just warped, and, and it was only well, like five of them or something. Like yeah, that. but some of them warped like. The spear tip like Weird. turned into an S. Yeah, oh, wow. and it's painted, and like the paint didn't and break. Yeah, it just, <laughs> well, just, just warped. Warped. Yeah. Did he get them back up straight or? Uh, I don't know if he attempted it or not. I, I think he's probably just crying inside, and then he's gonna attempt to do it because like he he did a great <laughs> job on painting them. They they looked yeah, amazing. You know what? You should add in a psyker and just if somebody is like, yeah, uh, warp shenanigans, don't worry about it. <laughs> Heartbreaking. Yes, it's, oh god, poor guy. Yeah, I don't think I've actually had anything warp like that. No, I don't leave in the car, especially with the heat we had recently. But, oh, yeah. Um, but yeah. Back to plastics. No. I can't yeah. wait to see a plastic Spartan. Yeah. That's oh, boy. <laughs> Plastic Spartan, and I can't wait. I'll be honest. New Marines, new Spartan, get some new Rhinos, uh, Sakarans. Just give me it all. Not just at once, but give me it all. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. give our wallet a a little bit of um, time to recover in between releases. (laughs) Can't have it all at once. Just be excited to uh, see. Introducing the new Games Workshop credit card. (laughs) (laughs) It it would honestly be like the best idea they ever had. Yeah. If they offered a credit system, yeah. You can call that one Forge World Plastic. (laughs) It'd be wrapped into the uh, Warhammer Plus. Oh, no doubt. Yeah, it's wrapped into Warhammer Plus. (laughs) Yep. Just make all of your uh, all of your payments through the Warhammer Plus website. Yeah, make a certain amount of purchases and get a free exclusive model that you only get by having the Warhammer Plus credit card. Oh <laughs> and my! Some games work. Some games workshop clerk is going to be listening to this. Yeah, we need a cleaning ideas. Down. Yeah, <laughs> that's our idea. I want to pitch it to HQ. Yeah. Well, I think we were. Austin made some offhanded joke about pre pre-orders right when we were discussing warhammer plus the first time and then when the article rolls out lo and behold uh early queue access to pre-orders mm-hmm. <laughs> yep so they're listening they know <laughs> put on my tinfoil hat <laughs> speaking of yeah. uh new stuff as well this is obviously a yeah. picture I threw up. It's it's flown around the internet fire, or as Dan called it, was internet phosphix, just roaring along. <laughs> it really was. But yeah, so look at that. Look at that thoughts, guy. yeah, thoughts on this model. Oh, I love him so much. I'm so glad he has a power fist instead of like a blade, because yeah. either I love I love a good ornate right. power fist, or it could be an eschaton power claw too. Oh yeah. Okay. Eschaton power clock. Man, that must be something that's so old and so rarely seen that I've completely forgotten that it existed. Is that an option for Sons of Horus? I seem to remember. It honestly, I shouldn't be talking without my mouth. Well, I shouldn't be talking without my mouth, but I shouldn't be talking without having the stuff in front of me. But I'm pretty sure they can take something like that. 
Well, I've got Betrayal right here in front of me. I'll race you. But yeah, that <laughs> model looks amazing. And I'm really curious because this thing looks almost a little too ornate to be a standard Predator. My initial thought when I saw it in pieces was like, that's ah, a cool new you know, Predator. But tell you what, that thing looks so distinct and... I get the character you. vibe, you know? Yeah, yeah, I was just gonna say. Could be a whole yeah, new I mean, one. Yeah, he could be... Is, is there anyone... One of the one of the Mordeval. Is there anybody that rocks a Volkite Serpenta and a pist and a, a fist? Not. I, I can't. I don't think I so. I can't remember them even. Yeah, not that I can think of. What? Who got Logan replaced by? Oh, geez, that's maybe that be anybody. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. I, I don't know, man. <laughs> Eschaton, Power Claw. There's Centurion Sharp but on yet, Dark. That's even like the, the, the Night Lords thing. No, I think Eschaton feels like a Dark Angels thing. No, actually, I know. I'm thinking Night Lords. I don't know what I'm. Because they got that in the new Book 9 as well. Also, it's they got called a Night Power Claw. Claw. Yeah, but either way, it looks really cool. That big ass Power Fist. Yeah. And. I, it's, I love a good ornate power fist because so many praetors, you know, all armed with the uh, with the paragon blade, have swords or axes, and there's really only so many swords or axes mm -hmm. that you can see before you're like, cool, another dude with a sword. Same thing, right? Yeah. But here comes this sons of Horus praetor, who's just ready to knock heads off of blocks. Mm-hmm. They're gonna grab your head and twist it like a doorknob. <laughs> Got some nice chain around the claw and everything. It's it's a really pretty model. Has an extra head in case. Yeah, he's. I love that that skull that's hanging at his hip that has uh, sixteen or seventeen. Whatever sixteen is sixteen. Mm -hmm. uh, bolted onto the forehead. The, yeah, in case he forgets his number. The helmet with the skull <laughs> kind of face mask is so cool. To me, I just I love it. I love this model. And the fact that he has a terrain topper instead of just the standard tactical uh, tactical rock to put one yeah. foot on. And that le kind of leads me to believe that it is some sort of character. Or it could, I, I don't know, maybe a single model, or maybe it's like a leader of a new Horus Heresy, you know, squadron or something. Yeah. I don't know. That could be the could be the start of, like I was just saying, right? The Yeah. The new character series that they're coming out with. You know, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, which would be a great idea, but uh, even like just looking at this model, like his shoulder pads, like it has the wreath on. Yeah, he's got the, the laurels on him. He's definitely yeah. a Praetor equivalent, even if he's not a Praetor. He like he that dude's gonna have Master of the Legion. Yeah, <laughs> oh, for sure. It could be another type of console too, right? Like that they're coming okay. out with maybe. It can be in uh, 30k. Yeah, it, a, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if when new rules drop, if uh, Sons of Horus have an exclusive console type. I'm not sure what it would be, but, you know, there it is. Yeah, and who knows, could be one of the other characters from the books. There's so many. Yeah. There's so, so yeah. much that they can do yeah. and bring out. Like, you know, um, but even... Even looking at this model too, at a, a modeling hobby aspect 
like there's parts on this model that people are going to take and start converting with instantly probably the fist the fist like, right away you know the, the fist, helmet that helmet like iron warriors that's what it screams to me yeah, yeah and um, i know and i remember from seeing the photos of the sprue uh is that that top knot is a separate piece yeah yeah oh. there, there you go mm-hmm. yeah. finally i like how the top knot it's not like a straight one like uh like how abaddon has it it's kind of like on the back and some sort of like reverse wing mm-hmm. kind of goes up Gives oh, a I didn't more even steady. notice yeah. that. Yeah, it's a little um, bit different. Yeah, or there's just staring. God, that was the most annoying thing. I built some just staring before, and the little top knots were the. You know, maybe it's the absolute top, beast. Maybe it's the top knot of the enemies he's killed, and not his own. <laughs> so could be. Yeah. This Volkite Serpenta, though, is kind of interesting to me, because I said this about the lion when the lion dropped right and there's those night lords yeah. on his base who were running away from him um i i kept saying to my to myself and to the the others don't these night lords look kind of big like their arm looks real thick compared to standard forge world resin and one of the reasons that i said that was because of the volkite serpenta that one of them is holding is real thick and has that more defined rectangular muzzle Compared to you know the original Volkite models, which are relatively narrow, um, mm-hmm. and there here's here this dude is again with yeah. this big chunky uh, Volkite, chunky Volkite, and he's you know this dude this dude ate his Wheaties. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, he definitely he's looks good. a little bigger, right? He's not little, yeah. So I um. Now I'm starting to. I'd like to go back and look at those night lords on the base again and, and measure them against <laughs> some of the newer uh, yeah. marine kits and see. Because there was, you know, the, there I was some about the, uh, <laughs> There was some chatter about the Mark Six uh, marines in that you know box set reveal that they mm-hmm. seem to look a little bit bigger than others as well. And well, it was kind of re- kind of difficult to say that when kind of saw some in perspective with the cataphracty terminators they're next to. It seemed like yeah, they they do seem a slightly. Slightly a little bit bigger, so we'll see. Yeah, yeah, and, and with going on with that, it, like their poses are different compared yeah. to like what were you so used to as a marine. Yeah. I've been building a lot of Chaos Space Marine kits recently, and the poses for all those Mark Six with the legs are almost identical. See, gotcha. The way the way that the body is turned, the way the position that the legs are set, um, it looks like they really just took the the frame of the chaos space marine kit took all the chaos stuff off and just made it mark six yeah well which i've been i've been wanting true scale marines basically since i started playing so i'm super excited yeah i know uh, strictly true scale bill's been looking at true scale oh yeah bill Bill was looking at some true scale stuff there earlier. Well, that Tortuga Base Studio stuff that's been coming out. I just, oh man, it's beautiful. Like they just released uh, MK4 uh, Iron Warrior specific, uh, standing and running. Yeah, I saw that. Holy man, they look so good. (laughs) I've seen their Mark II stuff. I haven't haven't seen any of the other stuff yet. But yeah, they've. I definitely have to take a look at that. Oh, for sure, they've got Mark II all the way up and including Mark V, standing and running poses, and then they have specific for uh, Iron Warriors, Dark World Angels, Eaters. World Eaters. 
Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty legit. Yeah, no, so. it's pretty good for for your your Marines. Um, and I know me and Bill talked about this too. It just kind of kind of sucks that there isn't anything for like vehicles and pilots and stuff for for the mm-hmm. vehicles like speeders, right? But yeah. that's pretty much a whole other line if somebody was to do that. Yeah. To, and to be honest, a lot of them are sitting down, so yeah, you can probably get away with a little bit more <laughs> scale differential with that. Well, for sure. But in the end, like with all this stuff being leaked and coming out and whatnot, just pull back on those reins because <laughs> let's, let's wait to see what happens. Yeah, <laughs> some world leader. So. Oh yes. I'm not going to pull the trigger because next, you know, we will have new new heresy. Yes. Maybe, I would, maybe I, I should mind. pull the trigger, actually. <laughs> yeah, no, he's got gonna... he's got knuckle blades on his fist. God, this thing is cool. Yeah. That's <laughs> a I'm very getting, that's a very aggressive power. Rid my, right uh, getting rid of all the world word bearers. Playing exclusively Sons of Horus now. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we um, yeah we don't have too many Sons of Horus players in our little community, which is kind of surprising. I know of Pat. I mean, to be Pat, fair. Horus is a horrible, horrible thing. Yeah, but his rules are a lot of fun, though. Yeah, but he's cool, so, like... <laughs> is he, though? Is he? Yeah. The whole thing is named after him. Just because it's your name doesn't mean you're cool. Kinda does. Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, there's a reason they don't call it the Lorgar Heresy. <laughs> so it just doesn't Lorgar. roll off the tongue as nice, oh. that's why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, of course, well, of course, Carol also knows knows it as the Big Brother War, not necessarily yeah, the Horus Big Heresy. Big Brother War. To be so fair, she's... it should be the Daddy Issue War. <laughs> That's that is a fair Daddy statement. Issue. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I can't argue with that one. That's <laughs> <laughs> very true. Yeah, we um, I think we got a few Horus players, uh, sons of Horus players in our community. We have one guy who has just a massive army. Oh yeah, all painted up. It's, it's ridiculous. Oh, nice. Like, nice. I don't know how many points does the guy have. Maybe like twelve or fifteen k. Yeah, he's going for like yeah, a full company. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Wow. <laughs> and they're they're all painted up, dirty and gritty, and just really As it should nice. be. Yeah. yeah, they're out there fighting the war. They they don't have time to look pretty. Not like those damn ultramarines. Ultramarines, right? Hey! <laughs> Them my boys. <laughs> well, as a word bearer's player, I am morally obligated, you understand? Oh, I do. <laughs> I do. I get it from Bill all the time, so. It's, it's good but, to see uh, fellow bearers of the word. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. Yep. I'm, uh, yeah, we're my brothers, man. Where they were, they're they? on Calf. On Calf. <laughs> yeah. On Calf. <laughs> no. Trade. Can't be. No. Dead on Calf and taking their sweet time to get to Terra. <laughs> you should know the Emperor's dead and we need our own empire. <laughs> Meanwhile, halfway across the galaxy. <laughs> it's fine. It's definitely not treason, guys. <laughs> delete, delete the records. Oh. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean the lions get drop pods full of phosphex? <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Uh, 
The lion also totally did not bring Shorty onto any planet. Yeah, yeah, no, he definitely uh, didn't happen. All right. <laughs> yeah, in German, apparently, the curse is apparently. Uh... Yeah, sorry. So curse, uh, Kurze is also. It just sounds so much like short. So he's shorty for me. <laughs> Conrad Curse is shorty. Shorty. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. I'm gonna have to tell Ted about that one. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really excited to see what's coming up for the Heresy. Oh, it looks nice. exciting and definitely. I think we're gonna have a good time. Yep. Yeah. Sure. Once once stuff drops, man, that hype train is just gonna explode. Hype train already just, is with just a few uh, small yeah. little. Hype train is the hype train is boarding. Oh, and just, but like <laughs> I'm talking, I'm talking. It's just gonna explode. Like people are just gonna go nuts. And One of those high speed mag rail hype trains. <laughs> yeah. And then once once that first box set comes out for sale, oh boy. Yeah, better have just like, it'll be uh, just like a betrayal at Kelth, just like Burning of Prospero. The good days have returned. Yes, <laughs> I'll be curious to see what uh, people's reaction of a new rule set will be, and we'll see. Oh, uh, I, I mean, I think we gonna... know what the reaction to a new <laughs> rule set will be. Yeah, there's going to be some High salt for back. sure. That's okay. lots of bitter tears, but what eventually, your little kitty. I'll still, I'll still play, and uh, yeah. Yeah, if they got a problem with it, as Steven likes to say, die mad about it. <laughs> Have you asked your doctor about dying mad about it? <laughs> and if you do decide to burn your models, please contact us. Yeah, yeah, yeah we'll we will, burn them for you. We'll burn, we'll them, burn for them for you. In we a safe that. and environmentally compliant manner. Oh, Yeah, honestly, rules don't scare me. I'm not really... Change is know, good. I, change is good. I've be honest. We I played a game of Heresy for the first time in like a year, a few weeks ago, and as we were playing, I was looking like, yeah, this game has gotten pretty stale. I'm ready for some change to it. So yeah. Well, it's always good to have upgrades to to your game, right? To keep it fresh, to keep it going, yeah. to bring in new players. Like we've yeah. gotten we got enough few new players kind of creeping into our community as well. Mm -hmm. um, oh, that's awesome. And I. And I and um, that's exactly that's always good, <laughs> even if it is definitely. Update. But um, it's nice because some of these players are actually crossing over from other systems, which, mm -hmm. luckily enough, is from my bolt action system that I deal with too. Um, but you know, being active in our community as well, and um, just showing the community some love and getting stuff rolling, and always interacting with everybody. It, it definitely helps um, with these communities and players to get back into gaming. Yeah, even and if, having you know, this, uh, yeah, and having this uh, system, which has been around pretty much constantly for almost a decade, fairly unchanged, to bring yeah. it closer to a more modern gaming system, I'm all about it. And if some people have complaints, that's okay because I, yeah, rule additions don't bother me because, like I've told people before in the past about. 12, 12 years ago, I started playing D and D for the first time and it was a fourth edition. And I, that was before I knew any drama about edition changes and things. And I would go to a game <laughs> store with some friends and we would get teased mercilessly by passer spy because of the edition we were playing. And we played a solid campaign for over a year, every weekend. I look for at least six hours a night 
and I had a blast. And that addition did not affect that in any way whatsoever. So when people talk about addition uh, change, it sucks. This I don't really give a care. I'm oh, ready for damn. something new. Word. Mm. Word. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's that's good, solid uh, talk right there. It's, yeah, that's just the way it is. You can't hurt me with an addition change. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> I got my friends, and we're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. and you know, worst case scenario, we'll just play the old edition. And we still got cool models to play with, so... Yep. That's what that's what a miniature game is all about. Friends and cool models. Definitely. But yep. all right, let me get off this uh, soapbox here. Okay, we're good. No way, quit yelling at me. Well I know I know with our like influx of new players, and even it seems like there's a fair amount of new players kind of creeping up online. Um we've been kind of probing, right, the community looking for different ways to engage these these newer uh, players especially and I know one of the main questions that's popped up locally here and online was you know what are the things to consider when you're trying to make an all comers list um, like to, to play games be it at an event or just like in your local meta and like that's that's kind of like you know one of those unending questions because it's quite the rabbit hole you can jump into yeah. Depending on yeah. how you play it's, and it's gonna keep on going. Yeah. Like it's there's a lot of a lot of things to consider for sure. Like myself, I always have tried to take a approach of, you know, having um mobility, uh worrying mm -hmm. about my scoring amount of like units. Uh do I have, you know, anti armor, do I have anti infantry uh shooting? And do I also have a flyer? Because I feel like they're very necessary um, to have another dynamic in the game. And then... You don't need them until you do. Well, that's exactly <laughs> it, right? And then having an assault or a counter-assault unit. Um, those are kind of things I always keep in my mind when I'm building lists. But I'm, I, I also, well, you know, I'd love to hear what you guys have to say for uh, listeners out there. Yeah, so for all comer lists... I don't claim to be an expert by any stretch of the imagination, but uh, one thing I remember when I first started into Horse Heresy and hanging out with these guys, I brought my, you know, fully built trail at Kalf one day, you know, start up with, and everybody has tanks. And I learned quickly that, oh, you kind of need some armor in this game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Maybe that one dreadnought isn't enough. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But um, I'm a firm believer in, I mean, when it comes to all comers, if you want to get started, a great way, and probably everybody will tell you this, is a Pride of the Legion list will get you far just starting out. You'll get your most bang for your buck, allowing you to take Terminators and veteran squads, you know, as troops, which is significant. You can pick yep. up a box of tactical Marines and you can turn them into a veteran squad, no problem. Right out of the box, or if you want to go crazy and add some bits and stuff to them. But they got the special weapons in there that you normally can't take with a tactical squad and turn them into a veteran squad. And again, like with Terminators, best to max, depending on what you play, especially if you're playing uh, vanilla Terminators, max them out to 10 because you're going to feel that one wound real quick. And it's just not fun when they just start dying by ultra fire from a 20-man squadron. Um, yeah. When it comes to heavy support, I'm a firm believer in uh, Predators are always great. 
you know, I throw some las cannon sponsons on there for some anti-armor as well. And um, land raiders, they're big, they're bulky, and more times than not, they'll actually get you where you need to go, and they're just fun to shoot with. <laughs> I don't play too much with uh, flyer units, but as far as anti-air, a uh, Derrideo, I really enjoy mine with the Arachnus uh, las cannon battery. Oh, yeah. that can be a that can be a great uh, vehicle killer on the sky or in the ground. But um, yeah, definitely look to those type of units. I feel are probably really good, and can some contemptor dreadnoughts too. That that'll give you a good solid all comers when you want to try it out. Something I would add on to that as well um, is uh, the next logical evolution away from Pride of the Legion is Primarch's Chosen. Mm-hmm. Play, plays very much in the same vein um, with the addition of, hey, your Primarch's on the table. And when you're a new player, especially when you're playing against people who have been in this for three or four editions, right? And no matter what you put on the table, you kind of feel like they're going to run circles around you. Um, sometimes it lessens the sting a little bit if you really make them bleed for it. And, uh, you know, if... And if in those very first days when uh, Jesse and I were first started, first getting started, uh, if Jesse had put down the lion, if the lion had been around then, you know, then, all right, cool, let's do this. Mm -hmm. um, it still makes vets troops. Uh, Terminators can still be taken as troops. And it kind of takes the pressure off of you to, to really play tactically, which doesn't necessarily teach you how to play the game very well. Um, you know, but in a lot of cases, heresy games devolve into a slugfest anyway. <laughs> yes, they do. So you may as well be good at it when you're there. And uh, nothing is quite as killy as a Primarch. Uh, Angron, Horus, Belion, Kurs. They're all great. They're all a lot of fun to play with. Everyone's fun to play with except Lorgar. Plus, you'll definitely get some looks from a passerby when you see that, oh, there's some Primarchs on the table. Yeah, there was there were very cool. few things as cool as being as getting into heresy real real early on and being the one guy in the game shop playing Horus Heresy, right? And some 40k player walks by and is like, "Is that Horus?" Yeah. Yeah, you know the guy that only exists as myth in your time? There he is. Yeah, we get we get that a lot too. I've seen that just you're the only two players playing Heresy around, surrounded by 40k players, right? Yeah, and uh, yeah, no, it's it's good times. And there's you know there's hey, 40k Dark Ages in. players. Guess what? Yeah, I can play the Lion. You can too. Come on, play Heresy. What can you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, to also build off of what Jesse was saying, as far as an all comers list, um affordability used to be a huge thing for heresy right because recasters mm -hmm. weren't super common yet and everything was forge world resin um used to be a 600 dollars army to play 500 points mm -hmm. um and so what i always say is dreadnoughts dreadnoughts <laughs> for days dreadnoughts for weeks uh you can put a lot a dreadnought be it a box dread, a contemptor dread, a cordis, a leviathan, you can get a lot of mileage out of them. 
and they're ubiquitous enough now that you can fit them into the army in a lot of different ways. Um, the, what is it, Mortificator console, right? Yep. He's relatively easy to convert up. You just take a dude who looks kind of like a tech marine, give him a fancy stick, and give him five Dreadnought friends to hang out with. Bam, that's a Death Star. And especially if you have a local game store to go to, right? And a lot of local game stores buy and sell used models. Dreadnoughts are, you can pick them up 10 bucks a pop. Yeah. Uh, well, 10 American dollars anyway. I don't know what you Canadians use. Canadian dollars. Um, dollars. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. I didn't know if it was like some weird Justin For- Trudeau fun buck. <laughs> It's, it's bottles of syrup, okay, and moose pelts. That's and beaver pelts. That's how we trade. <laughs> Loonies and toonies. That's all I remember from my visit to Canada yeah. about eight years ago. Yeah, we still got it. Yeah. So, um, you can you can stick a whole bunch of them in there if you really luck out and you manage to find a whole lot of dreadnoughts. Right? There's a whole right of war dedicated to dreadnoughts. It requires three infantry models. You won't win game on victory points, but it'll look really cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's nuts. They can, you know, you give them las cannons, you give them conversion beamers and multi meltas, and there's your anti armor. Yeah. They can. Steven has run this as an Iron Warriors player. He has run that. Uh, Theory of the, of the Ancients. Ancients. That's right. I. Uh, he's not just and, talking out of his butt. He knows what he's talking about because I've seen him collect dreadnoughts for like a year and a half, two years, until finally he just dumps them all on the table one day to start rolling them. <laughs> it was amazing. That sounds yeah. awesome. Um, I I have a an Iron Warriors. It's got sixteen dreadnoughts in it, uh, and it is it's one of the funnest games or funnest uh, lists that I have to play. I don't often win with it because giving up a victory point per dead dread is yeah, it's a tough pill a to swallow for sure. Yeah, but it's a lot of fun. Um, and some of those other rights of wars, you know, uh, armored spearhead. Or maybe it's Armored Assault. I don't remember which one. But the ones that really let you pile on like specialist units, it's a good way to make a to fill out your list real quick with a relatively small number of units. Um, so that's something I always suggest when people want to do an all-comers list as well. Check out one of the specialist rights. That's solid advice for sure. I know when I look to my Iron Warriors and Dreads. I, I always have a soft spot for Iron Circle. Although they're expensive, they are uh, extremely hardy and fun to play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty good. They're they're scary on the board. Yeah, and they're very imposing <laughs> models, too. They're probably one of my favorite-looking models yeah. that the Iron Warriors have. Yeah, I know with, uh, with me being playing ultramarines a lot of times it's um having enough units you know by the end of the game to to actually be tactically winning with objectives and whatnot being able to hold and test um again especially using like gullman to uh to give other types of rules to to other units like uh, implacable advance and stuff um, on speeders and whatnot to you know to contest and score right at the last kind of turn, yeah. Uh, just zip up and snag that objective, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so and and it's a lot. I find a lot of times when I play my, my ultramarines, I'm. It's almost like a circle is kind of happening, right? Like you're going clockwise and you're kind of just outmaneuvering your opponent, and you just 
keep wailing into them with your firepower and stuff. So big guns, high AP uh, values, you know, on your weapons that you're 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 picking for your army, and uh, making sure you have enough of them because, like you said, there's a lot of vehicles in Heresy, and a, and a lot of players tend to use a lot of vehicles in their armies right at the moment. Um, but it's still important to have enough scoring units and troops, and even that basic tactical marine. You know, the, the 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 squad is a very important unit. You know, if you only got two and you lose one of them, well, I hope you have more scoring units. And um, one big important thing about that is uh, mobility, right? Like, I know a lot of guys like using the big twenty-man squads, um, but I'm definitely a fan of having my tactical squads in rhinos. And and get him getting them to where I need to get them right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the old and rhino I, rush. And I have found personally that if you uh, one great way of making a rhino useful throughout the entire game, even once it's uh, delivered its uh, cargo, is putting a melter gun on top. Mm-hmm. It's only a twenty-five point upgrade, and suddenly it's a threat for the entire game to any vehicle out there. It is 100%. And no one wants to waste, you know, a last cannon to shoot a rhino. But exactly. <laughs> you force them to because uh, you will pay if you if you uh, underestimate that humble yep. chassis. Yep. Dozer blades and melted guns are automatic purchases for me, for my rhinos. Yep. I like Havoc launchers on mine. Just sit them in the back and help people with heavy bolter templates. <laughs> <laughs> Multi-Meltas is about as luxurious as it gets for me on my vehicles. I run pretty cheap bare bones. Like, I usually don't run anything. Not even dozers. I just I just roll the dice and let it rip. Sometimes it's bit me before, but I just I try and really scrimp on points where I can and, you know. Yeah, if, I'm playing a, if I'm playing a big game, I will try to pull the uh, deluxe package on my Predators while I give them all... Blaz cannon sponsons, heavy bolters, power of the machine spirits, and a yeah hunter killer missile just for the sheer hilarity of it. Yeah, we have a we have a saying in in Richmond that's uh, influenced by a lot of early heresy games, which is if you don't have five points for the dozer blade, you don't have two hundred and thirty points for the tank. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. Never skip yep. the dozer blade. Never skip the dozer blade. <laughs> yep, we one of our very first like kind of smaller events that just some of us played. It was just a really simple narrative game. We had a a moat, a big river going through the middle of the table, and a guy rolled his land raider up to it and uh, failed failed the difficult terrain test and immobilized his land raider on the bridge, and no one could get across it for the rest of the game. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. From that day forward, dozer blades. Yeah. Maybe my bridges. <laughs> yeah, there's Stevens. Uh, Fury of the yeah. Ancients. Look, yeah, I see that. that's awesome. Looks great. Very nice. Yeah, there's a lot of dreads. Yep, yep that's 16 <laughs> victory points just waiting to be handed out. <laughs> like candy on a Christmas. Like Here you go. Hey, what's that? You're not winning the game? Here, have some victory points. <laughs> <laughs> I know, uh... I don't know if I would want to take that army on, actually. <laughs> yeah, I do have I do have a lot of firepower with my, my Ultramarines, but that's a lot of dreads to try to take out before they get to you. 
if if you don't so I've found that if you don't specifically build with a lot of high strength shooting, you won't kill them before they start punching you. Um, and I picked Iron Warriors with this one because uh, I can give all of every single one of them has a heavy bolter. Oh, uh, so you give them the shrapnel, shrapnel bolts for yeah. free, and yeah. they just keep pouring fire onto one target until it's either dead or pinned, and then they move on to the next one. Yeah, that's a great tactic for sure. It sounds like pure Iron Warrior. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, uh, another thing to say as far as, you know, building a list, anything that... I'm a huge fan of conversions, so anything that you can do that involves converting you should mm-hmm. um, every single one of those dreadnoughts is built differently you can't really tell from the photo but there's like a couple of death guard dreadnoughts in there that have been repurposed one of them has thousand sun's legs hey, it was a lot of fun making that list for building this army well that doesn't help that that you know death guard dreadnought looks so good for iron warriors you just shave the x and it's still rocking the you know, four on it. Yeah, I, I scoffed yeah. one of those as well, and I was like, "Damn, this model's awesome." Yep. <laughs> oh, you got a little Daredevil back there too. I didn't notice that before. Yep, he's got his Laz cannons. Uh, he's actually he's one of my favorite ones in there. Uh, I took out his regular head and I put it in the Cordis Contemptor that's standing right in front of him. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So the Daredevil is wearing. An Iron Warriors uh, skull mask, like, Even tucked better. away down yeah. there in his little in his little dreadnought gorget. <laughs> he's where is he? There he is, and he's standing on a Imperial fist for added insult. Of course, that, know, that's the only way to base your Iron right. Warriors. Yeah, it's yeah with dead it Imperial fist. Well, sorry, matches the hazard stripes. I built a. <laughs> uh, I, we did a Secret Santa one year, and I built a, a Imperial Fist Leviathan for our, our buddy Jared, and he's standing on a on an Iron Warrior. So this time I returned the favor <laughs> and put a uh, Imperial Fist <laughs> under the Derideo. That's Quish. Yep. Yeah, that's killer. He goes. That's Brady, if you're listening. The only good Imperial Fist is a dead Imperial Fist. Just letting you know. That's It's a well-known <laughs> fact. It is. That's killer. Well, that that's definitely sounds like some solid advice, you guys, for, um, you know, things to consider for all comer style lists. I know myself. I I really like the idea of a flyer, be it a lightning or a Zyphon. I tend to lean towards lightnings myself, just because they can be very much a guarantee for your anti armor. Um, yeah, they'll delete whatever they're pointed at. Yeah, I know a lot of people kind of don't favor them just because, you know, it's kind of like blow your load and kill the tank and it's over. But I tend to almost always run with the Siege Breaker, so I've been considering just taking those uh, Phosphix Cluster Bombs just so you can always give that one last, you know... One last finger. <laughs> yeah, basically, still on the yeah basically, right? It's, it, it's a good... Uh, I like the mechanics of the flyers, um, just because, yeah, if someone wants to run the, you know, Typhon, Lord of War, or they want to bring the Spartan, it is easy to kind of get around that flare shield and, uh, you know, punish that 
that tank for being on the board. Yeah, and you know, it's like you say, uh, some people are down on it because it's blow up the tank and then you're done. But when that tank is a Spartan, yeah, yeah. suddenly, <laughs> suddenly blow up the tank and then go home doesn't seem so bad. Nope. Yeah. And I uh, go ahead, Jesse. Yeah, reemphasizing for people just starting out again, and everyone's going to tell you this: when you find something that you think is really cool and want to try it out, do it. If you put, yeah, do it. And if you know, if you put time, effort, and love into it, yeah, everyone's going to pat you on the back for it. Yeah. And also take a Leviathan Dreadnought too. That's that's my <laughs> that's that's the last bit. And that's also, all my advice. <laughs> also, if they don't pat you on the back for um, it, stop playing with them. They're jerks. <laughs> Or maybe they just don't have hands. Who knows? Verbally talking, <laughs> say, dancing, singing—I don't know anything. I will say you're gonna uh, when you're first getting started out. You know, you, you're gonna look on the table and you're gonna see across from you Spartans and, and stuff, and maybe you don't have a lightning to take it out. Um, bear in mind, and if you're building an all-comers list, you probably know this already, but you're not gonna have. The solution to every problem. So don't stress it too much. Stress uh, on the things that you can kill on the table. Yeah, and? Uh, particularly one of those things. And I don't know why conventional internet wisdom says to do this, um, but if you're bringing apothecaries, you don't need to put augury scanners on everything. You're never going to have enough intercept to go around. That's just a fact. You're just going to have to live with it. Bubble wrap tanks with bodies. That's the best interceptor. <laughs> <laughs> also keep in mind, even if you have something which is supposed to help against anything your opponent throws at you, sometimes plants just don't work. It's fine. It's the fun. Yep, like when the lightning comes yep. down and just yep. completely deletes it. Yep, yep. Yep, everybody's playing Skaven. You just don't know it yet. <laughs> <laughs> the other uh, other thing, too, with, with just getting started, you know, um, whatever legion you decide to pick, you decide to try out. Always try to, uh, you know, use their strengths, use their rules. You know, uh, when you're building your army, keep that always in mind, right? To, to use whatever edge you can get with those armies. And sometimes, and I, I've noticed this because a lot of times I actually don't run a right of war. Sometimes those legion specific right of wars aren't the best option. Mm -hmm. Um, so definitely experiment, try it out, see what feels you know the best for your play style, what you like, and of course, bottom line is what you enjoy, right? Oh yeah, for sure. So Indeed. and and mm -hmm. one other note: always keep the mission in mind. Right? Oh yes. It's it's, it's not just a I'm going to wipe you off the board. You know, nine times out of ten, you're playing, you think you're in a good spot, you're doing really good end of the game you lost by one point you know so um definitely keep the mission in mind you know keep a track and an idea of where you are for holding or contesting objectives and uh you know if you're going to be able to do it so that's kind of my little gist on it but uh yeah, all the advice that that's been heard here—it's it's all solid, and it's all, you know, good templates for for players who want to try stuff out, right? So, sounds good to me. Yeah. 
Well, definitely. It's it's always nice to hear perspective from other players as well because, you know, you guys are in a different area, so a different meta, and, yeah, it's just nice to touch base with other hobbyists and gamers and get the get the insight. So, Yeah, and that, that's another thing. Metas vary from place to place for sure. Like Maryland 30K, just uh, two hours north of us, like they almost never played with tanks. At least that's what you know what they said like a couple of years ago. That's probably changed yeah. by now. But they came, they came. <laughs> that was that was in the before times. A, a bunch of them came down from a for an event, and uh, ooh, we were definitely uh, armor heavy compared to the to the guys yeah, who came we had down. Here. Not only tanks, we had super heavy tanks, and they just <laughs> they just had no answer for it. <laughs> they had no way to deal with a falchion sitting on the other end of a board, just handing out D shots like candy. <laughs> Uh, but they're good guys up there, too. We enjoy yeah. hanging out with them. Yeah, on the flip side, every time we do a Centurion event, we get spanked. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean we can't use tanks? <laughs> Don't worry, I'm ready. I got 16 dreadnoughts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah That's uh, killer. Thank you guys for having us. Over, yeah, because yeah. uh, this was a fun chat. Yeah, and thank you so much for uh, jumping on again, you guys. I know where you guys are at. It's getting a little late, so we we appreciate the time. Uh, we appreciate the info and just you know having the chat. And uh, for all you listening out there, thanks for tuning in. We uh, you know we want to keep putting out stuff that you'll enjoy. So hit us up in the comments. Let us know what you think. And let us know uh, if we answered any of your, you know, uh, new player questions. And if you have more, just fire away. And we'll have... Uh, I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was just saying, uh, any opportunity for me to come and not have to edit a podcast, I'm more than willing to come and record. So. <laughs> awesome. Oh, you're never going to get rid of him. <laughs> awesome. And This is the easiest episode Jesse's done in years. <laughs> oh, it feels like a vacation. <laughs> and we'll have links in the description to uh, the Remembrancers Retreat and their page, uh, their Instagram, everything on there as well. So you can follow along and uh, throw them a sub. Uh, there's lots of content on there, a variety of different um, aspects. So definitely check them out. You will not be disappointed. Yeah. Yep. Our oh, website is rr30k.com. Simple as that. And that leads you to anywhere you want to find content that we make. Well, excellent. Well, Thanks a lot, guys, and we will catch you in the next episode. Thanks again. Looking forward to it. Have a good night. Have a good night. See you.